After Mariah Carey's iconic New Year's Eve performance, some racists this week vandalized Mariah Carey's star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. The monster put a question mark at the end of Mariah Carey's name to reference the icon's habit of pretending not to know who her rivals are. It has now been restored with the help of $1,500, and the identity of its vandal is yet to be discovered. Mariah, you are not safe, girl. Sending them babies to whoop some ass. This is the Extra Extra Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to the Extra Extra Podcast. I am your host, Jesse Esparza. And I'm Julian Gonzalez. Now, Julian is going to be out of commission a little bit this week because of his voice. He's having some problems. But, I was thinking too high to karaoke, so but, uh, my voice. But see, you know he's still going to be interrupting. I will. He's not going to be very successful, though, but he will try. So uh, listen up. He's going to be trying to interrupt as much as he can. But I feel very honored that I get to uh, read Julian's words. Now, he is letting me um, do his segments. So with the utmost respect, I can't wait to out Julian Julian this week. And you will. <laughs> Uh, well, this week on the podcast, we have a wonderful comedian, actress, Instagram model, all around wonderful person, one of my best friends, Carla Valderrama. Hello. Hi. How's Hi, it going? It's going well. I'm also a bit under the weather, sinus issues. Guys, I will definitely be bedridden very soon with this combination. I feel like I'm going to get something out of this. You know what, though? It's, re- it's been really good for my health. I've been for your health? Some, I've been losing some weight. <laughs> oh, you, my abs are strong. Yeah. I mean, like, I want to do like a video series, like coughing my way to six mm-hmm. pack abs. Yes. Just coughing? See that on QVC. Yes. Coughing. That's all right this coughing. Yeah. I, yeah. Your, core, your core basically. Mm-hmm. does everything for your whole body. Like when you're pushing the gas on your car, that's your abs. I remember yeah. I got food poisoning once and it ripped my abs so much because I would just throw up every like 30 minutes mm-hmm. and it was terrible. It was the worst experience of my so life. So now you have a hanging gut? But no. Oh. <laughs> what do you, why would I have a hanging gut? If your abs like tore apart from you. No, but like the, just like the, the, the motion of throwing up, it like really, it really yeah, like it ripped tightens. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, worst experience, but I did, you know, get a lot of workout from it. So mm. I feel like that's really good. Carla, it was a question whether or not she would be here today. It was a, it was a real hot, a hot topic. You know, I was on my way at the door and I saw, you know, Julian, you posted on Facebook. You said, when you're sick, do you heat up? And I said, whoa, 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 he's sick. I want to look at my door. So I messaged him, Julian, are you really, are you sick? Is this a bit? I don't know. Because I've been sick for like a month and a yeah. half. And I, Mind you, uh, one week ago for my birthday dinner, Carla was definitely there. Just, you know, chilling, hanging out. Wrapping her arms around me, so I you know said what? I was sick. I said I was sick. Yeah, so we've all been sick. So I, lately, it's like someone looks at you and you get sick. Like yeah. that's what it is. I'm telling you. I mean, my immune system is probably the weakest it's been. So we'll probably. You know uh, what? This is just a testament. Please go get your flu shots. I'm telling <laughs> yes. you, because yes. you will still get sick most likely, but it won't get be them while they're long. still free. So get no, get it while you're not sick, so your body has time to get those antibodies ready yeah. for action. You know what I mean? So yeah. Now I'm gonna start getting the flu shot. I haven't gotten it for a few years. This is me saying, you yeah, know Yeah, I never got it. I, I didn't believe in it. I hate shots. I, you're hearing it now. 
whoever's listening to this, my one listener, I, I'm going <laughs> to get my blue shot. Uh, so this week has been a little bit better in terms of news. Uh, not really. <laughs> so Julian has scrounged up the top five. Now, these are the top five stories, according to Julian, okay. because these are the only stories that matter. Really quick. Sorry. I just want to say that I feel like 2016 was such a bad year for everyone, but it gave us the best Disagree. stories right off the top. <laughs> Right off the top, yeah. I mean, not for you professionally, but for, <laughs> for the world, like it was bad for the world. Right. But it really gave us, from the jump, it gave us the best stories. We're almost a month into 2017, and we haven't been get, getting what yeah, we what want. Were some of the Celebrities, story- like, yeah. can you please give us something? What were the I mean, we stories? started the year off with uh, Kesha's lawsuit against oh. a Dr. Dr. Luke. Dr. Luke. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah. That was 2016. That was right off the bat. That was yeah. well, the first week in. We started with a high. And we yeah. ended. We ended with Mariah Carey not singing. You know, that yeah. was a huge controversy. Doing cr- good crowd work, though. Real yeah. good I mean, work. just was wanting to get off that stage <laughs> as soon as possible. And so far, we had, we've had nothing. All we have yeah. is just a bunch of shootings. But like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something, every year. something has to change in America. And that's the first thing. Celebrity news. That's the first thing that needs to change. So celebrities start getting more controversial. You know, I was in Staples today and that song by John Mayer came on. Waiting, waiting for the world to change. Yeah. And we want the world to, we We want more scandals. We want the world to stay the same. (laughs) Great. So these are the top five stories and I'm going to be doing my best, Julian. Well, just do yourself. Doing my, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna filter okay. your. This your... is Jesse Esparza playing the role of Julian Gonzalez, trying to play the role of Jesse Esparza. <laughs> Bella Hadid unfollows. <laughs> Bella Hadid unfollowed Selena Gomez on Instagram. I was after Selena was spotted kissing Bella's ex the weekend. <laughs> Is that good? Um, Who was it? Bill me. Hadid? <laughs> <laughs> Bella Hadid. Oh, Bella. Yeah. Okay. Do you know who that is? She's uh, Gigi Hadid's yeah. Gigi Hadid's Gigi Hadid's sister. Gigi Hadid's sister. And Yolanda Foster Hadid's daughter. Yeah. All I know is they're the kids of a reality star. Yolanda Foster, right. who, is no, model. who is no okay. longer on The Real Housewives but of But she Board. still does have Lyme's disease. <laughs> Lyme disease. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, oh, that's, that's it? it? <laughs> It was just the headline. That was it. That was it. It was just the headline, you guys. So we didn't apparently, get to report well, we anything can, else, really. We but can we break can talk it down about a little it. bit. So yeah, apparently Selena Gomez is now dating the human afro. The weekend. Well, he changed it all off. Oh, did he? And the thing is, just because they were spotted kissing, it doesn't mean they're dating. You know. I mean, that's true. I mean, you know, girl power. You can do whatever you want. Wasn't but... she kissing Orlando Bloom and then Katy Perry's like, well, just because they're kissing doesn't mean they're dating. So that. Maybe this oh, is really? That was like a year or something ago. <laughs> wow. You know what, Selena? Like <laughs> Selena, this is the problem with you, girl. You have been in and out of rehab. <laughs> Quietly, though. Yeah. No, but you're you're trying to focus on yourself, and I feel like this is negative attention that and you're bringing to yourself. Not just attention, but it's bad for your mental health. Selena, yeah. you need to focus on yourself. Mm-hmm. Now you're losing best friends. Mm-hmm. You know, like we said, Bella Hadid unfollowed you on Snapchat because wow. of this. Um, and you know Taylor's going to pick Bella's side because she's more popping right now than you. So mm-hmm. now you, that means you And you know Taylor, Taylor Slytherin Snake is not loyal to friends. She's she loyal not. to Instagram followers. But Selena Gomez has the number one Instagram though. But, but because people still. like to see but her, her struggle. That's Gigi, why. Gigi Hadid is also very popular. And popular. so like if, if, if uh, Taylor loses Bella, she will lose, lose Gigi. Gigi. 
So I think you know what? Yeah, it's, it's either lose two or lose one. And Selena, you're low hanging fruit right now. So. <laughs> low hanging fruit. We're just gonna cut you off. Yeah, I and you know what? I don't approve of the weekend. I don't think that he's a good match. I don't think she should be making. No, I personally don't even know who this man is. <laughs> now, I can tell I you, said, I've never heard one of his songs in my life. They all sound kind of like they're underwater. That's all I know about the weekend. They all sound like they're oh. underwater. Like it's underwater. I all I remember is from his SNL performance with Ariana Grande, and I was like, who is this jokester with this, you know? Head looking motherfucker. I, I, yeah, and uh, I, you know, J. Cole has been, you know, really blown up, J. you know, Cole? and J. I'm Cole? like, J. Cole's been J. trying Cole to blow up, but they, now, for a while now, they look for Rihanna's uh, loud tour when I went in, they look, in 2010. They look like the same person, to be honest with you. They do not, they do. They I think racist. they do. Am I racist? I mean, yeah, probably. So. No, I just think I, I don't know. I can't tell these two people apart. Is it because they're black? Maybe, <laughs> but uh, maybe Selena thought she was kissing J. Maybe. You know what? I think Selena was doing this for attention and not just Selena, but also The Weeknd. Mm-hmm. They're doing this for attention because they went to a popular, you know, Hollywood restaurant mm-hmm. to be seen. You know, you knew paparazzi were going to be there. Had you not wanted to be seen, you would have gone to a lovely, small cafe, mm-hmm. you know, down in Toluca Lake <laughs> where nobody is there because it's all families. You know, you wanted to be seen. So you've got, you were seen and now you lost your friend. Was this a real friendship? I'm not sure. Personally, I don't even really care. Mm-hmm. I just really do like Selena. I think she's a very beautiful girl. Sidebar, the last article I read about Selena Gomez was that she uh, goes to a sweat house to lose weight. She gets pays money to get be pulled into a little blanket and just uh, sweat wow. a lot until it's painful and yeah. she leaves. You know what? Just gotta get food poisoning. <laughs> just get, I mean, that's a lot easier. It's Listen, it's honey, free. here's a tip. Go to um, the best fish taco in Ensenada. You'll get food poisoning in under 20 minutes. They overcharge me the last time I went there. It's $40. not, I mean, I got, I got, so, and I know another one of my friends also got food poisoning there. Mm. So this is a big warning to you all listening out yeah. there. Do not go to Best Fish Tacos. Wait, in where Ensenada. is this? I need to go. It's, it's on, on Hillhurst. You need to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's on Hillhurst and it's, it's a tiny little shack and it's like, oh, it's cool. It's like hip, you know, hole it's a in cool the logo. Literal the hole in the wall. Yeah. Literal, you uh, will get something. Yeah. Wait, what city are you saying it's in? Los Feliz. Oh, I can hear Encinitas. No, I'm that's sorry. what it's called. Best yes. Fish Taco in Ensenada. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you, it's not. Don't. Don't go oh, there. Oh, it's the one with the little light. It looks like, like a the little hut. Yeah, it looks yeah, like a little yeah, hut. Yeah, 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 yeah. Logo? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, can't, I thought you were saying it was called that. And then in that city, I'm like, why am I going to that city? <laughs> no, no, no. No. So, yeah, Selena, go there if you really want to lose weight. You'll be throwing up for days. Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman are hoping their upcoming HBO limited series, Big Little Lies, is one small step towards big changes in Hollywood. Now, I've seen previews for this, and it looks terrible. I don't know what it's about, and I don't, I'm not really interested. Shailene Woodley is also in it, so, I mean, I don't know why she's in it. Because she needs a job after getting arrested. I guess. The real amazing part was really digging deep into the lives of women, Witherspoon told reporters Saturday during a panel for the show at Television Critics Association Press Tour. It wasn't about the characters being good or bad. The script showed every spectrum and every color of women's lives. No colored women in the show. Thank you. The two Academy Award winning actresses are executive producers on the new show. Kidman said the story was one of the one uh, was one of women supporting each other, which was important to her and 
Witherspoon as producers. I'm passionate about producing because things have to change. Witherspoon said, uh, we have to start seeing women as they really are on film. Mm-mm-mm. She added, we need to see things because we as human beings learn from art and what can you do if you never see it reflected? I feel like women of incredible talent are constantly playing wives and girlfriends. I've just had enough. As a producer, Kidman added, it was a thrill to be able to approach fellow actresses with great multidimensional roles. It's very rare to find five roles in one piece that we'd all jump at the chance to play. Again, no people of color on this TV show. I have met Reese Witherspoon. She, no, I've not seen she? this previews. Let me, let me just, uh, <laughs> seen her several times, Bed Bath & Beyond, Pilates, mm-hmm. but one, I was, you know, uh, house sitting for someone in Brentwood and I was walking, you know, past her house mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I was telling my friend, I was like, oh, this is mm-hmm. Reese Witherspoon's house. Mm-hmm. And then I hear in screaming, mm-hmm. and if you think you could jump into the pool like that, you have lost your mind, you better get in your house and do your homework oh, and do this. And she came out the door and said, why, hello, ladies. She is trashy walked as fuck. Walked to her fuck. car, walked to her car. Let me just say one thing. <laughs> she does not disappoint in person. I mean, you see what you get. Is That's she tiny in person? She is sh- small. And let me tell you, Bed Bath & Beyond, she was out there picking which curtain. She says, I want that curtain and that shower curtain. I mean, this is a woman who is on the go. She goes yeah. to Pilates. She mm-hmm. is a... You know, she is there. And you know what? I, I respect Let her. Let me tell you, I met Ryan Felipe, and he <laughs> tried to keep his uh, uh, identity under wraps. Like, he gave, me a, he, gave, yes, he gave me a fake name. He was like, my name is Steven. And I'm like, nobody cares who you are, Ryan Felipe. Get out of here. He is very good looking in person. Cruel intentions. I just want to say that, um, based on Carla's story, <laughs> Reese does sound like a dignified woman. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody no. that disciplines their didn't, children, I no. have respect didn't for. Didn't you see? She is. I think she's a real trashy person, but she tries to cover it up, and I think that's you know that's fine with me. You know, hello, that's ladies. Fine. She's like from Kentucky. Like that's what we expect from her. Yeah. Oh, I thought Laura Jean. Yeah, that Laura was her Jean. real name. Yeah. Oh, wow. Laura Jean. But going back to this, mm-hmm. I feel like this is like I mean, white feminism is something that is just so prevalent right now, and I feel like it's just t- one step forward and like twenty steps back because these women are trying to speak on behalf of all women, and it's like you can't do that, you know. If you don't have one woman of color on this show, you can't start talking about how progressive it is because well, it's do not. Do we think that's why there maybe is that's the positive of it is that they're not trying to write for other people that they don't know the struggle in life about. They're just writing about what they know. I mean, wasn't that the whole, wasn't that the whole, um, yeah, why can't a woman play another, uh, uh, wasn't that the whole drama between behind that one girl, Selling Lena Dunham a- Asian show Oh, being oh Jackie Clark yeah. Oh, oh she was not Wouldn't that the same thing Wouldn't that be the same Why thing Why couldn't they just cast Like uh, Janelle Monet yes. Or you know so like Selma Hayek Or someone matter. like that Why do they have to be all white It just doesn't make honest, any sense I won't even watch this show <laughs> But <laughs> Yeah I mean I really don't like Watching HBO I feel like Mm-hmm they're, the episodes are way too long. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because yes. there's no commercials. There's no yes. commercials. <laughs> give Julian a nice uh, half Simpsons episode. And I've never seen that. But <laughs> just give me a nice real housewife that's cut up ah, with a bunch that's, of commercials. Well, that's longer than 30 but minutes. A, but with a bunch of commercial, okay. is, commercial breaks. You know what I mean? That's what I like. He needs to make his popcorn during the commercial <laughs> yeah, Popcorn, use the restroom, <laughs> check my Facebook. Yeah. But no, I, I, I feel like this is completely wrong and I don't I don't support it at all. I feel like you can't have progress progressiveness. It's the same thing with like with women till men. They're like men just write your roles and then just switch it to a girl. Mm-hmm. Write your roles and just cast a black yeah, girl or a Latina yeah. or whatever. I Who feel cares? though I just feel like I'm being devil's advocate. I just feel like if they do do that 
then there's going to be the backlash of you're writing for the role of someone you don't know about. Well, anyone who says that is stupid. Going back to that other show, like Mail Order Bride, Mm -hmm. under that reasoning, then the fucking wire would have been made. The wire would not have been made. And that was not fantastic. Still one of the greatest, <laughs> the greatest shows on television. I mean, David Simon couldn't write The Wire. Like, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. I know, but I'm just saying because there's always because yeah, you're, you're, you're saying every, yeah, I'm you're saying, saying everyone's gonna have a problem. Everyone's with gonna everything. find a problem with everything. So you if know they what? Did, I'm glad that these two women <laughs> are not only actresses but also executive producers. Now, were they probably executive producing? Probably not. They're probably just paid for that title. <laughs> <But>. Julian. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> so good. They're getting though. paid to promote it, yes. probably. They're That's like, you can I'm be saying. an executive so, you know producer. What? <laughs> At least, you know what? There is some positive, you know, to this. I want to say, well, I watched the show, like I said, absolutely not. This <laughs> isn't... Um, what was it called again? I've already secure, forgotten. You know what I mean? Like, this Big Little like, Lies. No, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't roll off the tongue like insecure to me, you know, yeah. that yeah. when a golden and like, glove. You, I mean, it doesn't but make it sense. When a golden glove. What? Huh? Insecure, yeah. And when a golden glove. Did it? I don't think so. I didn't watch the Golden Globes. Uh, When I think of the Golden Globes, I just think of, uh, what's his name, Jimmy Fallon doing his Chris Rock impression. Oh. Speaking of controversial. I know. It reminded me of Michael Scott on The Office when he did his Chris Rock impression. Well, well, you know, we'll end on this for this story. I just, you know... (laughs) I hope there's, you know, when everyone is like saying that we can be progressive with women, they can also be progressive in other aspects. Yes. Don't think of just um, us as humans because humans are all different. All different. They're all different. Paul Patton accused Robin <laughs> Thicke of child abuse, alleging he spanked and punched. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Patton, who said it again? Say it again. <laughs> Paula Patton accused Robin Thicke of child abuse, alleging he spanked and punched their six-year-old son. In papers seen by TMZ, it's alleged it's alleged that the pair son Julian told teachers that the pop star 39 spanked and punched him on numerous occasions. Kids lie! And the school reported his comments to Los Angeles County Department of Children and Family Services. The documents go on to claim that Patton, 41, older, stopped <laughs> Thick from seeing her child, <laughs> telling him, Julian is scared of you. The website alleges that actress Patton filed an emergency restraining order which states her ex can only see his son during daytime supervised visits. However, the blurred line singer has hit back at the allegations and states in documents that both he and Paula agreed on punishment that was consistent with the law. On a very rare occasion, only as a last resort, I will use light spanking, <laughs> but it, it is consistent with the law. Open hand on the butt, uh, which is his next single. <laughs> Just kidding. Button. This is the type of discipline to which Paula and I agreed during our marriage. I have never exceeded age-appropriate discipline, and thus never it's never been an issue, nor has it been raised by Paula previously. Thick then claimed Patton's allegations were as a result of not being invited to his father, Alan Thick's funeral. In documents, he explained, Paula did not have a positive relationship with my father and often made negative comments to me about my father. As such, she was not welcomed to his funeral. Wow. There's a lot going on lot here. We need to break this down. One we need to break time. this down. Okay, uh, I don't. I. I it, it's as hilarious it is, as it is to think about Robin think punching a <laughs> six-year-old child. Just, uh, I don't stomach. think that's true. As a girl, as a as of someone who last week was um, held up by an eight-year-old with two butcher knives pointed <laughs> oh, in her face, God. if he wants to spank his child, I'm okay with I'm, that. Yeah, I'm not one to tell you how to raise your child, <laughs> how you and how you, um, um, what do you call it, handle and. Yeah. Um, 
your child. Did I grow up being spanked? No. So I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. But I do know culturally, you know, my people do spank them. and discipline their yeah. children, you know, with more than just a hand. Yeah. So now let me tell you, I have been watching a lot of Judge Judy. I've <laughs> been watching for the last month. For the last, I mean, I'm telling you, at work, I go by like maybe 10 like episode, like back to back YouTube videos of watching Judge Judy. That's twenty cases. Oh, I thought you were watching like Hulu or something. No, no, no. These are all on YouTube, and oh. it's these are oh, on the clock. It's when so work. good. Yeah, of course. This is all I do. And Judge Judy. I mean, she she says that. I mean, you can you can spank your child if you want. You know. I mean, there's a yeah. thing. There's a line. You know, of like excessive punishment. And this line is not blurred. Yes. Oh boy. But yeah, I think Robin. I mean, especially like if if especially if the, he says that the parents agreed on you know what is okay to do, yeah. I think that's yeah. fine. Here's another thing the judge Judy says: you can never, you should never use your child to get back at a As parent. Leverage. Right. Yeah, you should never do that. And I think Paula Patton, what you're doing is wrong, and it makes sense. And if it makes sense, it's true. I feel like if you know he didn't invite her to the, the funeral and she's using this as a way of like punishing him, that's not right. You always have to think about the child first. I didn't even know he was Alan Thicke's son until like he died. I asked, I literally asked Nina. I said, "Hey, Nina, because this is my litmus test." I was like, "She may not know, right?" Yeah. She's like, "Everybody knew Carl." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh yeah. wow, I thought he was some random guy who just uh, made it." Who else's last name is Thicke? I've never. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I didn't just thought it was a coincidence. I didn't even know who Alan Thicke was. See. Uh. But uh, until I until Robin Thicke came on, mm-hmm. but yeah, I feel like kids lie all the time. Yes. You know, I don't think he. I don't I think that the kid was lying. Maybe he did spank the kid, and but, the kid's interpreting it as a punch. Maybe the kid so is like. Maybe the teachers um went too far too yeah. soon. Maybe they should have taken yeah, maybe, Paula aside and said, "Paula, yeah. we have allegations that your son says that your husband punches him. You know, this is something you want to look into before we have yeah. to." Look into it ourselves, and maybe the because kid. Did you see bruising on the child? Yeah. Did you see cuts? I mean, this is stuff. Because guess what? Like Jesse said, parents, they if they do agree on a punishment, then that's what it is. Mm-hmm. But sometimes parents agree on punishing. That would be like when you see those horror stories of them locking their child in the closet mm-hmm. for days at a time. Mm-hmm. So, oh God! You know, so I'm saying like maybe the agreement is not a good agreement. Yeah. But who am I to judge uh, how you raise a child? But Paula, I do. So am I talking a lot? <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> Paula, I don't agree that you should use your son as a leverage yeah. to get back at your ex-husband. That's true. He's your ex-husband for a reason. And you shouldn't even have wanted to go to his funeral if you allegedly didn't get along with his dad. <laughs> Why did you want to be there if you didn't get along with the dad? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe, I don't know if her dad's dad's, maybe she just felt like a close connection or something. Yeah. I don't know, but... Uh, so yeah, this all just feels very wrong to me, and I feel like if you have problems, you need to settle it as a husband and a wife, not as a mother and a yeah, father. Don't air your child's dirty laundry. Yeah, this is wrong. Yeah, but it's a funny story. Yeah, yes. and uh, uh, Robin, if you punched your kid, I mean, Woo. that's so funny. <laughs> Robin, for a hundred thousand dollars, I'd let you punch me in the face. <laughs> In her interview with Entertainment Weekly, Anna Ferris opened up about her experience with acting. Ferris struggled a lot in order to get a leading role, and she is very embarrassed by her role in the first four scary movies from 2000. The only role we know you for. If they exactly if they if they hand you something, take it. Never be embarrassed about it. Are you kidding me? She's doing nothing better. We would have not known who the hell you are. She's doing nothing better right now. That would have that was what led you to meeting eventually Chris Pratt. Yeah, she had House Bunny. Terrible. None of that would have happened without. Scary movie. Anna Ferris moved to Hollywood in 1999, and the actress admits that the number of characters she had 
some degree of control over can be counted on her fingers. That feeling of power felt the, that feeling of power felt really wonderful. The 39 year old actress admits Jane and smiley face, my character and just friends, my character and Allie. What's your number? Never heard of them. Those projects. I was given a lot of creative freedom. Again, never heard of them. It shouldn't come as a surprise when unqualified viewers hear Anna Ferris poking fun at her past roles. In particular, it's the scary movies that Ferris is most embarrassed about. And she says that her role as Cindy in the popular comedy franchise even prevented her from getting other more serious roles. Bitch, you're not a serious actress. I couldn't get any I couldn't get an audition for anything dramatic for a long time. I was sort of known as this comedy spoof of person. If that's what you're good at, girl, do it. Because if you want to do a, 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 a like a serious role, you're gonna get laughed out of what Hollywood. Did Judy have to say about this? Yes. <laughs> if a leopard has spots, don't put stripes on <laughs> it. Anna, I'm just gonna say this now, Jesse. Please do not interrupt me while I until I complete my sentence. Oh okay. My God. Anna, clearly. He's gonna say to open a restaurant. No. <laughs> clearly, clearly, Anna. You are getting the roles that you can do. If they were going to give you, they would give you other roles if you're able to do those roles. You're not Meryl Streep. (laughs) (laughs) You're more of Amila Kunis. So if you don't like the roles, if you don't like the roles, if you don't like the roles that you're being offered, then open a restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Or make House Bunny too. That was her, that was her calling card. She, listen, it would be a thing if she wasn't good in the comedic roles. She is so funny yeah, in all these comedic good. roles. And the thing is, she wants to be a dramatic actress. Fuck off! That's my. That's right. I, I agree with you. I'm Anna, like, that's not. That's not your forte. She will you never. You are a comedian. She will never get a, you know, an, a serious. When role. are you going to see um, Kate Blanchett do a comedy? I mean, you're yeah. not because that's not what she does. Here's she the thing. does drama. Anna is very good at comedy. She's not a funny person, though. I heard her on a podcast. I'm not going to plug another podcast. podcast. No, I heard her on a podcast. It was a comedic podcast. She was dead. You know, she was like not funny at all. She's not a funny person, but she's very good at a comedic role. And I feel like that's a gift and you can use it. Use she was it. puking on an improv show. Like, was that. She's in the bathroom teach you. They can't teach you timing, Anna. That's what you were born with. Yeah. So you, ha- yeah. you are a comedian. Yeah. yeah. And Comedy's she, harder than drama. She's not, not really. No, I not mean, really, but you know. don't, don't turn your back on your fans because we love you for being funny. Don't turn your back. I'm telling you. Sofia Vergara is in some hot water after making a racially charged joke at the Golden Globes last weekend. Vergara took to the stage and attempted to make the crowd laugh by making fun of her own accent by purposefully mispronouncing the word annual. The Huffington Post reported on Sophia's failed attempt at a joke in an article that's called Damaging. Uh, the article questions why the beautiful Sofia Vergara feels the need to constantly make herself the butt of the joke. She is well beyond needing to rely on Latina stereotypes for a laugh. No, she's not. Which is why it's so frustrating to watch her step on screen and continually make fun of herself as being the butt of the joke. Huffington Post goes on to give readers a breakdown of what Sophia has said that angers some fans. While on stage, she made the mistake of saying anal instead of annual. She then jokingly corrected herself by saying anus before ending the bit. She later told Instagram followers that she came up with the bit backstage. It seems the actress will cross any lines to make her audience laugh, but the Huffington Post has seen enough. 
Sure. Who is the Huffington Post to, to tell her how to be funny? Okay. Sure. The crowd laughed. Perhaps I would have too if it weren't for how often she makes her accent the punchline. The article also states Vergara can be heard making her accent the punchline of her jokes as she and others continue to make fun of the way she speaks. But the troubling jokes don't stop there. According to Huffington Post, the author continues on to say Sophia uses her womanly figure for laughs as well, which only adds to the sexualization of Latinas. The habit of using her already hypersexualized figure for laughs is troubling as well. Vergara and all Latinas are more uh, than their bodies and possibly sex appeal, but her actions on screen do little to dispel the stereotype. The UK's United Kingdom Telegraph also weighs in on the matter in an article that states modern family Sofia Vergara offends with inappropriate anus joke at the Golden Globes. It seems the ever-talented Vergara may have crossed a boundary on Sunday night. The Colombian-born star was introducing the three teenage daughters of Sylvester Stallone, who were also who were all serving as Miss Golden Globe at this year's ceremony, when she made the misfiring joke, which played on her thick accent and apparent difficulties with the English language. But the criticizing comments didn't stop there. Viewers took to Twitter to share their opinions on Vergara and her never-ending Latina jokes. An editorial director at Teen Vogue may have stated what everyone was thinking of uh, with this tweet. I wish we could live in a world where Sofia Vergara doesn't have to constantly mock herself in order to exist. While a senior ed- entertainment reporter from the daily beast commented on how inappropriate so- Sofia Vergara's <laughs> timing was <laughs> as she introduced Sylvester Stallone's teenage daughters, Sofia Vergara, here are jokes about anal sex. And now please welcome some children. Hashtag the golden gloves. Can I just be okay? This is me really speaking. Quick, one second. Anna Ferris, she doesn't have timing. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's why, because she wants to do dramatic, but Anna, oh. like, Sophia doesn't have timing. Anna Ferris, you have timing, so. Sophia yeah. Vergara, Can I just say, I'm just going to, I want to talk to you, Carla, because yeah. you are a Latina comedian. That's why I pulled this story. And because I do I a wanted, Sophia Vergara impression You do, you do. Okay, can I just say, nobody can tell anybody else how to be funny. That's my yeah. thing. I'm like, you can't, that's just going back to telling women what, women what to do. And you can't do that. If it, <laughs> also, these I are the feel same like people who watch modern family and yeah. who laugh because if you watch her character in modern family, it's like, let's, let's be real. She's lived here for how many years? Like nobody talks like they, like for that. Like, yeah. No one's going to talk like that for that long. Mm-hmm. That's what works. People are laughing. The people are laughing at her on modern family. That's the butt of the joke. She mispronounces stuff. And it's, you know, it's like work for her. She's done it. I think she did, she's done it all the time. And, and now it's like everyone's offended. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm as a Latina, as a Latina, I feel like I would like to be funny for more than just my accent, mm-hmm. you know, unless mm-hmm. the accent's funny. Yeah. I mean, well, hers is funny. Yeah. But, <laughs> but no, it's just like, who the fuck cares? Again, at the same Golden Globes, because I remember seeing this news story and then I watched the Golden Globes and I'm like, why ain't nobody talking about Jimmy Fallon who did a Chris Rock impression? And then yeah. like, did you see the video of him doing blackface? No. Yes, yeah, so oh, doing it in blackface. And it's like, well, you know what? This is, Whatever. yeah, I feel like this is how Sofia Vergara made her career, right. you know? I'm going to pause for a second. Oh. It's stupid. I mean, whatever. She can do it, but who, uh, shut nobody up. should tell her what she can or can't do. That's what I feel. If you this was especially, yeah, the Huffington Post, get the fuck out of here. I, Go uh, worry about your own issues. If this was like a Latina woman, you know, saying that she's offended by this, that's one thing. Oh, it was. Uh, it was like a female writer that was writing. Uh, I what didn't write her, any of that. that what was, was her name? What was her name? He copied and pasted. Oh, what was her name? I don't know. Probably some white woman. Probably some. Probably some white woman. Honestly, 
I feel like you should be able to, you know, be funny however you want. Comedy is a thing that, you know, we as comedians can do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're, she's not even, a, she's not even being offensive. You know, she's, if anything, she's making fun of herself. And I think that's fine if that's what she's comfortable I with. I think that's why we love her because she's endearing like that. Like she makes fun of herself instead of giving up. You know what I mean? She makes fun of herself and then keeps going. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like it's nobody's problem. If she wants to do something else, that's fine. Nobody's, you know, for in years, control for of For years, her. she was told that she wasn't Latina enough. She had a di- she's a blonde hair girl. She had to dye her hair dark. She had to put on this more Latina stuff, and now it's like, oh, she's too Latina. Like, essentially, it's what it is. Oh, you're, you're making fun of your accent. You're Latina. It's like, come on, come on. We got more important things to worry about. And, and also... Anyone who like a lot of times on our Facebook, I'm looking at all of our friends that are comedians that are complaining about this, yeah. and I, I love it. I love it. Comedians are the ones who are offended. Fucking comedians yeah. of like, all people. You know, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Sophia, <laughs> keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing those um, head and shoulder ads with your son that we love to watch. Yeah. You know, yeah. help him make his your Kmart money. collection. She's yes. got a great Kmart collection yes. right now. You know, do what you do. You know, if you want to keep making fun of your accent, do it. I don't care. I mean, I don't watch Modern Family, so... I don't watch I really the Golden Globes either. You know? I didn't watch the Golden Globes. <laughs> I can tell you in Hot Pursuit or whatever with Reese Witherspoon. It was good. Yeah. It, it's a thing if, like, she's... Um, if she's being forced to do this. Like, I remember the, yeah. the, the, the Golden Globes a couple years ago where she would just stood, you know, and, like, and turn around. Yeah, I'm at like, least they gave her uh, words this time. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're like, you could talk, Sophia. And she said she came up with this uh, like last minute behind Highly the doubtful. curtain. You know what I mean? <laughs> So, you know, yeah. good for you for coming up with this bit. I mean, I like Julie. You know. Julian. Julian. What? I love you. Yeah. I, I, you know what? She's quick on her feet. Good for her. Let her do what she wants yeah. to do. You, it's, it goes, you can't tell someone People what are gonna to complain do. People are going to complain. Sophia, anyway. guess what? Next year, if you show up in a buttoned up suit and tie and deliver it with your hair pulled back in a ponytail. People are going to have problems with the same that? lines. They're still mm-hmm. going to have a problem with it. So, mm-hmm. do you. Mm-hmm. I mean, shoot, you should go out looking like Lil' Kim from 2000. Oh. <laughs> Titty out and everything. All right, now we brought Carla on um, because we wanted to ask her about her favorite celebrity. And now I'm very excited mm-hmm. about this because this is one of the people that are very, very uh, influential to me. Influential to all of us. To, to, the, in, to the entire world. Everyone in this table. Anybody. Yeah, I feel like it's, a, it's an honor to talk about her even. Now, I mean, first of all, this person is just the definition of the American dream. She's taking nothing and turning into something. She she's everything. She's a singer. She's a dancer. She's an actress. She's a vampire. She doesn't age. She never ages. Actor, singer, dancer, comedian, judge on American Idol. She has the most legendary butt. I mean, if you look up the word butt in the dictionary, it's this woman. Number one highest paid actress, Latina. And we think so still. Sophia, she's coming for you, girl. She's coming. She she's been there. Oh, and that TV show. Blue Blood or whatever the hell uh, it's Blue called? Shield? Blue Shield? Oh, Blue Cross? No, no, she's on TV too. She's on that TV too. Show, yeah. That show is coming back and it's so good, you guys. She gives us, now she gives us drama, Anna Ferris. You can't give us drama, girl. We're talking about Jennifer Lynn, Lynn. Lopez. AKA J-Lo. Um, yeah, J-Lo. Good Lord. You know, I don't know about your stories with J-Lo, but for me, as a little girl who is half white, half Latina, uh, the struggle was real. Yeah, the struggle. I all I wanted to be my entire life was a little white girl. No, and then uh, Jennifer Lopez came out, and Mm. I was like, "Pero Boricua!" Like I want to be Latina. She came out like 
like strong. Like she was like, oh, I am Latina. Like it yeah. wasn't like she wasn't trying to be someone. She it was wasn't. like Christina Aguilera. She's like Latina, but she doesn't really. She yeah, yeah she's the white. Was like from the Bronx. Yeah, fucking. She played Selena. Mm-hmm. She played Selena. Selena. She was in Anaconda. She was in a very good movie, Out of Sight. That yeah. was like, uh, that sounds like she can South? act. Yeah. I mean, the South um, just gave me like enough. enough. <laughs> The Enough. wedding planner, number one album and, and number, number one, one movie. movie. First time in no history. One's ever done no that. one's ever done that. No one's ever she done that. Set, she was made in Manhattan. Uh, she I mean, set the standard for all celebrities because she was the one who was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna act. I'm gonna sing. Uh, I'm gonna have my girl. perfume. A perfect a perfume, product. A perfect perfume, product. Clothing line. Then afterwards, you had Jessica Simpson, Beyonce, Britney. All of them came out with their. That became the way to like monetize and. Can we just again mention she does not age? Yeah, like I mean, does not age. A vampire. She does not. The thing age. is, the thing is, she the older she gets, the younger she looks. Like she Benjamin looks amazing. Button. She's yes. a Benjamin Button. Yeah, dating Drake allegedly. Let's be real. No, it's probably for no, PR. No, we don't believe it's it. It's her PR. No, we don't believe he it. Gave but her it's a fine. very nice diamond uh, necklace. So I she probably sure bought, she it. bought it herself. Uh, <laughs> she said. I- she okay, bought honey, her I got she it. said, I've been used to Ooh. this. I do this with Casper. She bought herself as a Drake. Give this mm-hmm. to me yes. from her paparazzi. She made she Ben Affleck. <laughs> oh, my God. She Benifer. put him on the map. Benifer. Do you remember? Ben- Benifer was like before Brangelina. Benifer. Good Lord. I remember yeah. this was like before. This is like maybe when Perez Hilton was just starting out, but it was yeah. more like I would the tabloids. Every, it was all over. I was like, I was... I was following that journey too. And when they broke up, I was heartbroken. I was like, oh my God. Also, let's be real. She, aside from many divorces, which, you know, so she loves a lot. Not a lot of scandals. Let's be no, real. No, no. In control. It just, I mean, Benifer was the height of all. Jennifer Lopez and her green Versace dress was the reason Ooh. that Google search. In- oh Ooh. my God! No, that is true. Created. That is exactly. a true thing. Oh, Julian, I forgot about that. J Lo walking the red carpet in a given given. Giovanni. No, Versace. No, Versace, Versace, the green versus Versace. Oh, yeah. J-Lo walking the red carpet in a Versace gown. She wasn't even the first person to wear it. Jerry Hollowell from the Spice Girls was the first Mm -hmm. one to wear it months before, but J-Lo came out and was like, what's up? J-Lo basically created the internet. She did. Yeah, Google. I I hope hope she's in residuals from Google. She probably is. There's nobody that doesn't like her. That's the thing. Beyonce has haters. She was Beyonce before Beyonce. Let's be honest. She was the Beyonce before before Beyonce. She was before anybody. She knew... I'm telling you, she's, she's done it all. Also... If you want, go back and watch her music videos. The golden age of icon. music videos. I'm telling Amazing. you, she is an icon. There's Marilyn Monroe. And there's, there's Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez. Lopez. That's it. I think it's just, and it's just, it's so inspiring, you know. And she, she really just set out to be whatever she wanted to be, and her she just took over the world. Support her. She had to move out from home. Mm-hmm. I remember on a VH1 special, I, I watched. She moved out from home, and she like did it on her, like did it on her own. Started from like a fly girl. Well, I think Janet yeah. Jackson's backup dancer. And let's be real. Her voice isn't that fantastic, <laughs> but her songs are good. That's like the thing is, that's what you, you don't go to a, a Jennifer Lopez show for the vocals. You go for, for the, the show, mm-hmm. but she'll sing. She sings and too. She sings, she sings and that's why, too. And she, sings and she dances like nobody's. Business. She created yeah. the, the tracksuit as cool. Like who who wore tracksuit? She was before? yeah. She was the Kim Kardashian before Kim oh Kardashian. God, she was the Beyonce before Beyonce. Uh, she was the Meryl Streep before Meryl Streep. Yeah, <laughs> you know, if there's anything, I feel like. I would like to see Jayla get back into acting because I've seen Out of Sight a few times and that's a movie where I was like, good God, like this is a really good movie. She's, She's a good actress. She's yeah, but a lot of her movies, let's be real. Well, Jesse and I saw this movie once. Monster we lost our Law. shit. No, we lost our shit. It was this horror movie. It was oh, insane. Oh, The Boy Next Door? The Boy Next, Next Door. Door. Oh my, what Did a we, roller coaster. We saw that in theater? Yeah, we saw it in the theater. I felt like I was on a roller coaster the entire time. Screamed so many times. You know times. what she did it? Because that was what her real life was like. So she... <laughs> oh, my God. It, it felt safe for her. Always fall in love safe. with the boy next door. Oh, yeah. the first husband was a waiter. Second one was a backup dancer. Mm-hmm. Mark Anthony, let's be real. He's... Yeah. 
And he looks like back, he's always dying. They'll get back together. Yeah. We know, we know yeah. in 10 years they'll be back together. I know. Um, she and the people that work for her. So I used to work for this woman, work with this woman who used to work for Jennifer Lopez. Wow. But I don't think she ever met Jennifer Lopez. That's how like she's got like she worked for the person who worked for Jennifer, for Jennifer Lopez. It was like this like you never got to meet Jennifer Lopez. And she's like, Jennifer's fantastic. She's, she's so smart. Great. That's why that's why they, yeah. you never hear anything about Jennifer Lopez is mm-hmm. because there's no one to give you information about Jennifer mm-hmm. Lopez. She's loyal. She's she's like she has twins. twins. She did it before Mariah, mm-hmm. before Sarah Jessica Dated Parker. Puffy Combs. Let me tell you, the only person before who has Cassie. a the only person who has a problem with Jennifer Lopez is Mariah, Mariah Carey. And I don't know her. her. I don't know her. And look what happened to her. Know, Mariah. Like, I don't know. Mariah her. doesn't know her own voice now. Did you Ooh. see that scandal about Jennifer Lopez liking a picture throwing shade on Mariah Carey? <laughs> you know she did that on purpose. You know someone was gonna see that. Ooh, J Lo liked that. Mariah, see, Mariah tried to be an actor couldn't do it couldn't I mean, cut it glitter though is still one of the Stop. top 10 movies ah! you know top 10 movies on rotten tomatoes the top 10 movies i mean not ever made oh my god you guys the golden glitter. raspberry awards i love glitter Glit- yeah no but j-lo i mean mariah carey was a judge on american idol got booted and then who took over J-Lo. jennifer lopez well jennifer was on first they then it was like i, I need a break fill my chair yeah. and then when she felt coming back they were like, mariah mm-hmm. bye she yeah. is a hardworking person too. I mean, people say. I mean, look, you got. We're living in an age where anybody, if you're born to a family like yeah. Kardashians, mm-hmm. they just become famous overnight. She's yeah. someone who's consistently worked her entire career. Like, if I were her right now, I'd be like, I'm done. I want to take yeah, a nap. But I she's relax. still she's still working, working so hard, doing concerts, doing movies, doing a TV like TV show. Like, she does not stop. Yeah, she does not stop. She, you know, uh, singing, dancing, acting in movies and television. You know, she's an entrepreneur. Making uh, making bank and really just again like breaking down barriers. She's a Latina who's uh, and not again that's asking. the thing. And she's a Latina. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Any white woman doing this would be like so you know big and such a like huge you know accomplishments. But this woman had everything going up against her, and she still broke through barriers. And she's really setting an example. I mean, look, everybody else after her, Britney Spears, Jessica Simpson, they all of a sudden start, now it's like if you're going to become famous, you have to like do something besides. That you're one talent, you have to like diversify. Um, she's cornered the market, and she's you know, sometimes I mean, it's JLo, but she can be relatable if you follow mm-hmm. her on Instagram. The selfies, it, mm-hmm. she looks flawless though, like yeah. you know, she wakes up looking perfect. But yeah. I mean, yeah, she is just an example of someone who is just really, just, just a really good, uh, good role model. I want to say something really quick about you guys saying that, like, um, everyone now has to do more than just yes. what they're. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. they're um, Craft is Tyra talks about it a lot, or she has Rita Ora talking about it a lot on Top Model about being not only um, a brand but a boss. Mm-hmm. And I think that Jennifer Lopez is the first person that did that. She, she is. turned, yeah. She mm-hmm. said, so "You know what? I have these gifts, but let me do other things." Because you know what? I'm sure Jennifer Lopez didn't expect to be in her 40s or whatever mm-hmm. and still doing what she's doing. So yeah. she was like, you know, let me have my perfume line on the side and my clothing line. And Selena. And Selena started before she died. Selena was mm-hmm. going to do a fashion house. And then mm-hmm. j said when she was making Selena that she said, well, look at that. That's interesting. Yeah. Like maybe. And then right after Selena, that's when Again, she got your album. One of the most iconic movies mm-hmm. of all time. Honestly, Selena. The best, bi- the best bio, bio And, and that's a timeless time. movie. Like, you can watch it and you just, you go back to that yeah. time. It's so good. If you Google Selena, and she, uh, half the pictures are of Jennifer Jennifer Lopez, Lopez is Selena. And she was so smart because she took that and then she ran with it and she really just knew And she's what dead adversity in the eye because they said, we don't want Selena because she is, what is she? She's 
not Dominican. Oh, uh, Selena's, Mexi- Selena's no, no, Mexican Jenna, and J-Lo's Puerto Rican. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rican. Oh, come on. Now that's like, Oh, no, we don't want a Puerto Rican. <laughs> mm-hmm. Put Anna Kendrick. Um, <laughs> people are, yeah, I don't, yeah, she is somebody who. Put Kendra Wilkinson. Yes. <laughs> Kendra Wilkinson. I am some, Julian, I, I, we could do a whole another show about that. <laughs> and she's another hard worker. No, but J-Lo, yeah, she definitely, very, very talented. Um, good, good music. Uh, Jenny from the Block, still one of my favorite yeah. songs, mm-hmm. hype songs. So great. many. No, great to be honest, the best album was her remix album with Ja Rule. That was like a no remix album had debuted at number oh, one on Billboard. Again, that was the first one. Again, uh, she turned already ten out of ten songs now, into eleven out of ten I songs. Know. Like those songs, always ain't, so ain't, yes, it so ain't it funny? Ain't it funny? Ain't it funny? Wait, wait. I, uh, what was the other one? Real. Real. Oh, I'm real. Oh, I'm real. Ashanti, Ashanti recorded her vocals for I'm real. JLo just took them <laughs> and just cut Ashanti completely out no, of she it. She kept Ashanti as the background it's singer. Such a yeah, boss Yeah, but move. she did it. Such a boss But move. she never got, Ashanti never got credit for and it. She shouldn't have. Um, yeah, and also did a great Christmas uh, video with LL Cool J. Uh, I don't remember what it's called. I just know there's I'm bouncing. Uh, yeah. No, but the... The Jenny for the Block one, I like that video. The first one that she did, though, If You Had My Love, was like the spot, like just when the internet had come out, and it was like a creeper guy spying on yeah. her. Which was like super, like Y2K aesthetic, which yeah. is my favorite mm-hmm. aesthetic. She showed that she could dance, like, you know, in case you forget, here I can dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really, yeah, after that, that's when I was like, hey, you know what, being Latina is okay. And then you had Shakira that came out, yeah. and it was like, oh, wait, you know what, she Latinas was are okay. Such a, f- yeah, front runner. Really? You know? She was a crush she, success. Yeah. Because yeah. she came out, and then it was Ricky Martin, Shakira, they all. All kind of, they all start coming on the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, well, I'll just be me. And you know, she was the leader. Mm-hmm. She is our Oprah. She's our Oprah. You know, every day in the morning, like I wake up thinking, today's the day. Today's the day that I'm gonna do some exercise, do some abs. I'm gonna be like J Lo because the girl works hard. Mm-hmm. And then at 11 p.m. again, I'm like, tomorrow's the day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna wake up, do some exercise because that girl works hard for her body. I and mean, one thing I really love, about, I love about J Lo is. How close she is with her mother. Oh, Guadalupe. Yes, whenever <laughs> you see JLo on a talk show, her mother's right there in the front row. She says her mother is a gambler, too. Her mother likes oh, to gamble. Her mother like likes to mom. gamble. Just Goes, like likes my to go mom. to Vegas. No, but her mother's close. Um, She's close to her sister. I think is her sister like, like her a lawyer manager or somebody. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she's had Betty Medina, the same manager, for like a... From, from the beginning, from the beginning. Very loyal. Very loyal. So basically, Jennifer Lopez is the best. And Stop trying. And you guys, go stream her music on SoundCloud because then you guys are going to help her make that money. Yeah. More money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're moving on to our segment, Too Extra or Just Enough. Now, uh, in these stories, now we're either going to, we're going to make you decipher, Carla, whether it's too extra. Okay. Which means they're doing way too much. Yes. They need to sit down. They mm. need to stop talking okay. about themselves mm-hmm. or just enough. All it's right. like, okay, we love it. We're on board. It's like deal or no deal. Now, <laughs> here's an example of two extra. Now, Julian just handed this to me, so I'm reading it verbatim, and we'll see how it goes. Nick Stafford, who is that? A random person. Nick St- what? It's just a regular person. Why is this new? Is he a real person? Because the story is too extra. Reading. Nick Stafford decided to pay his $2,987 tax bill in pennies after a lengthy back and forth with the Department of Motor Vehicles in Virginia. If you do the math, that's nearly 300,000 coins. It took five wheelbarrows to transport the nearly 300,000 coins to the local DMV. All the pennies broke the coin counting machine and ultimately had to be counted by hand. Stafford had been fighting with the DMV since September when he initially 
eventually tried to call the local office to ask a question about where to register his car. Since he owns multiple houses in the area, he explained in a statement. The phone number listed online for the Lebanon DMV sent him to a customer call center in Richmond, which put him on hold for over an hour. Stafford decided to make a Freedom of Information Act request for a direct oh. number to the DMV, which he was given. The fight further escalated when Stafford called and was told he wasn't allowed to call the number and was hung up on. Eventually, Stafford was given uh, Stafford was given the answer to his initial question, but he said he was he wanted government agencies to be more responsible to public inquiries. He demanded to know the direct numbers of other Virginia DMVs taking the issue to court. It shouldn't matter if you pay three hundred dollars per year in income taxes or pay three hundred thousand dollars per year in income taxes, like myself, because of the backbone of a free democracy. <laughs> begins with government transparency, period. He said the total weight of the pennies was 1,548 pounds, Stafford said. He said the DMV was required by law to accept the unrolled pennies because of a federal act that specifies coins to be legal tender for all debts, public charges, and taxes and dues. It took a staff at the local DMV more than 12 hours to count the coins, according to Stafford's statements. Several employees stated or stayed late to finish the count. The Bristol Herald Courier reported that Stafford hired 11 people to help him break up the rolled coins the night before he delivered them. It took four hours for his employees to break all the paper rolls with hammers. And he paid each person $10 per hour, bringing the total to $440. He also bought the winner. <laughs> He also <laughs> bought the wheelbarrows, costing another four hundred dollars. Like I said, he just also, enough. <laughs> he, he also paid one thousand and five dollars to file his three lawsuits, arguing for more DMV numbers and for its employees to be fined. He was given the other phone numbers, but a judge ultimately dismissed the cases. Yeah, just enough. Yeah, get them on your podcast next. <laughs> I need to. Go. I want to be this rich to where I could spend an extra few thousand dollars for a bill that I have to pay to hire people to break up money to put in wheelbarrows that I buy. And also, you teach them a lesson, really. Yeah, I mean, to me, this was just enough, but it was also too extra because it was like he did too much. I mean, I forgot his name, Stafford, whatever. Nick Stafford. Nick Stafford. I will never forget his name. <laughs> He's a legend. <laughs> It's perfect. I mean, look, that, that's what every person dreams to do. I yeah. wish to, I'm always like, oh, I'll show you one day. Yeah. And he did that. So you know what? Yeah, it's just enough. Just enough. I, I think he, need, I mean, if you have this much money, you need to uh, donate to a charity or something. <laughs> but it was this funny. Is so ridiculous. So, can you imagine? Is it funny? Yes. I don't think it's funny. I would have cried. Can I you imagine? If you can all. imagine if you were there at the DMV and see wheelbarrows being rolling with a bunch of pennies, I would have The I thing is also, though, my day. This, it, these people are just doing a government job. Like, there's a lot of rules and regulations when you do a, work yeah, a government I job. So. so I do feel bad for the employees, but I do love that he is so rich that he could just. Buy all these extra things and pay people, you know. This so is one oh extra, this but one oh one ridiculous, ridiculousness one oh one. Nick Stafford, legend. 
two extra are just enough. Taylor Swift wants her $25 million Hollywood home listed as a historic landmark. We're moving on. I was going to say, that's already two extra. You said Taylor Swift, and I was like, two extra. <laughs> yeah, already. I heard $25 Sorry. million, two Bye. extra. I heard Bye. Uh, landmark, two extra. Mark Wahlberg stopped by <laughs> the Conan this week, where he was asked about a more recent Calvin Klein underwear model, his friend Justin Bieber. He is a very nice young man. He's a friend of mine. I spent time with him. He did send me the pictures. Ooh, they sexted. My God, he's like 18. Uh, I was like, you don't send a guy this? <laughs> Wahlberg said, adding, I am 45 and a dad, a husband and father of four. I'm trying to move away from that image. Wahlberg said that Bieber only sent the pictures because this was a big deal for him and he was very proud of it. He also noted a major difference in the photos. People give him flack for kind of growing up in the spotlight. And he's, they say, has a bit of an attitude problem. But you look at the look on my face. I mean, I was the biggest punk in the world. He's very nice, young, and polite compared to what I was, Mark Wahlberg said. Sorry, Justin, no matter how hard you try, your modeling and your attitude will always come second to Mark Wahlberg. But that's okay because you have the vocal talent and well what is this Wait, your who's, opinion who's extra and who's mark who's julian is extra okay. for adding that mark Wahlberg bit. is always just enough he goes to my church and that guy i'm not even every time i go he is there and i kept wondering why does he go why is he always at church when i go this is weird and then i was watching a night special and he said you know one time i you know i i beat up a guy because I, i'm race i was racist and i blinded him and i said oh my god uh if i did that i'd probably go to church every day too so he says that he goes to church every single day that he feels like he can't start his day unless it's inside of a church so yeah. anyone who's going to, to a i mean i church yeah, that yeah, often him being too extra was justin being too extra it's justin being too extra of course images, justin, his, of his, i agree uh, justin is playing a part of being like a tough yeah. bad guy getting tattoos and showing his but dick but also clearly Secure if he has to text a for, uh, Mark Wahlberg to be like, yeah. hey, what you think? Yeah. <laughs> well, Mark, text, he mailed. He his, mailed the actual phone in the postage. Ooh, if I was his wife, I'd be like, what is this? Yeah. What I, is why this? You Mark Wahlberg's no, wife. wife. <laughs> she probably does sound like that. She's very tall. No, but she I, she used to come into a fitness studio that my mom owned, and she is so beautiful. Two extra. <laughs> yeah. She leaves extra. church early, and Easter's mash. She she left early with her kids, and Mark Wahlberg sat there with his wooden cross mm. necklace. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg actually played the part, but see, he's bettering himself. He is. He's I, I can't. I, and no, nothing, absolutely nothing can outdo those photos. Nothing. Not Nick Jonas or Joe Jonas? Absolutely not. Are you kidding me? What about me? David Beckham's? Joe Jonas's Calvin Klein photos look like he's in Grand Theft Auto. They look completely... He's laying on a fan. He's laying on a fan. It's good there's someone under me. <laughs> Oh boy, keep it in, keep it in, keep it in. Julian. <laughs> Former Real Housewives of Atlanta star Kim Zolchek posted a selfie on Friday that has her fans concerned. The mother of six shared a photo to Instagram while trying on a new red juicy couture outfit that shows her tiny waist and thin thighs. Zolchek shows off two angles in the photo, one of which fully displays her super slim features. Fans and followers were quick to jump to conclusions when it comes to... to how Kim managed to look so thin on the image. One Instagram commenter called out Kim for posting the doctored up image after showing the unedited version on Snapchat. You can't post something on Snapchat and see your figure and then fix the image in this picture. Another fan expressed their support of Kim, but said they're concerned about her health after seeing the selfie. Kim, I love the shit out of you, but (laughs) too extra, but your weight looks very unhealthy. (laughs) IJS. What does that mean? I'm just saying, I'm just saying, (laughs) From a concerned fan, be blessed, dear. 
<laughs> she threw in deer. You're all there. The comment continued as a fan point. Fans pointed out the photo was clearly photoshopped. I love you to death and think you are absolutely gorgeous, but this is way too photoshopped. Your figure is on point here. There is no need for this. This can't be real. Look at the high thigh gap or the thigh gap. Chloe Kardashian even. Chloe Kardashian. Chloe, this whole story. Chloe Kardashian even weighed in on the photo, oh, but had something on, a little can't. nicer to say. Um, where's your waist? I'm so jelly. Shade. <sighs> While Kardashian may be jealous of Kim's seemingly tiny waist, the Instagram community made sure the viewers knew Zolchek's photo was unhealthy. Your legs look like toothpicks. <laughs> I think you might have a disorder, honey. However, Zolchek isn't letting the negative comments get her down as she addressed them at the end of her caption. She directs people to her Snapchat as evidence there's no Photoshop going on in the selfie. Head over to my Snapchat, Kim Zay Beerman, if you must put your mind at ease. No Photoshop necessary. Good PR move. I know. Uh, I hate this. I, I put it in because I thought Kim was your girl. I thought you Kim's loved just Kim. enough. The people who commented are extra. Who the fuck cares? Everything, you can assume anything that's like been posted has been edited a million times. Nothing is real in real life. Yeah. I, I hate all of this. Yeah. I, I, I thought you loved Kim. That's I a like the, story. The, the, the she, deer. I like the she's deer. She's trying too hard. She really is. I don't right? know who it's this just, person is. You know what extra. she's I have no idea. You know why she's getting nervous? Because her daughter Brielle. Has her whole body reworked, and now she's coming up for Kim's spot. So I think Kim is nervous. Like, oh no, my young eighteen-year-old daughter, you know, is gonna take my crown. Oh my god, I can't. Where's Nini? Where's Nini? I want to get Nini's take. Nini's on um, off off Broadway, waiting what? for someone to call her. Oh. <laughs> oh, this is the woman. Kim Zolchek. Yeah. She's All right, she's Zolciak. <laughs> Zolchek. Zolciak. Okay. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. Blake Lively celebrates I, her Cherokee roots and diversity. Oh it's already too God. extra. It's too oh, extra. Too extra Cherokee I need you to roots? report though. I need you to report these quotes that she said though. But Blake, you are not Cherokee. Okay. <laughs> As Lively shares in her clip, uh, sorry. <clears throat> As Lively shares in the clip, her roots are English, Irish, German, and Cherokee. She's just stoic. Lori. <laughs> L'Oreal now we are okay. L'Oreal now? Yeah. L'Oreal now? L'Oreal. Now we are stressing for a plot line. My family's <laughs> My family's sort of from all over. So look back far into my heritage and see where everybody came from. You know, it's neat. It's neat to be in this country that has such diversity and such culture. The model the other models in the campaign boast a mix of Kenyan Creole, Eastern <laughs> European, Dutch, Indian, and Spanish. There's such a variety of colors because everyone's skin has such a variety of nuances lively explains okay. of why she wanted to be involved in the specific l'oreal campaign because i'm worth it is an iconic okay because wow. i'm worth it is an iconic belief that resonates with so many for for good reason now more than ever that simple phrase is a powerful reminder to all of us as women are coming together rising up and standing for their value we are worth it the gossip girl alum shared in a statement on january 8th my birthday the day of the campaign's release we are different shapes and sizes we are different colors we are beautiful inside and out we are kind we are brave we are vulnerable we are flawed we are perfect we are worth it we are not cherokee <laughs> That's what she should have added. And we have never, we have a story to tell, which is why I was so moved by the Your Skin, Your Story campaign. It's a beautiful illustration that we are in this together and we are listening to one another and celebrating each other for our, both our similarities and our differences. Now that's beautiful. I understand you need a job, Blake, because you have two children to feed, but this is too extra. You need to get instead go open up. I was just going to say, how much does she get paid to say that? That is ridiculous. This is Blake, that is ridiculous. Blake went and took an ancestry.com. Yeah. 
thing when she was bedridden, trying to push out the second baby, right. and realized that she was Cherokee and ran. Girl, you are one percent Cherokee at the most. Julia, you could be reading me. This whole time, I know. Julian he wants you to lose your voice. We've already we've already discussed this when you're in the bathroom. <laughs> I don't need to be reading this morning when I said, "Can you read it?" it was, my voice was more lost. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> this story is too <laughs> that story is too extra. It's insane. It's insane. It's, it's absolutely like, insane. Blake, what? Blake is not a good actress either. It's like Blake. Oh, it's talking about, oh, the, I want better roles. They're giving me the roles that you could do. <laughs> and she's appropriating Indian culture. So she's she's <laughs> who was like, like Elizabeth Warren, who thought she was Native American, and Trump called her Pocahontas. Oh, my God. It's like Blake. I mean, first of all, L'Oreal, shame on you for Wasn't she Blake. I'm like, worth it. Why couldn't was it? you have Lupita Nyong'o? Yeah. Why oh, you so I know. If it's about skin color, why, why did you hire Blake? a real person? Oh, good Lord. Wasn't Blake also Daya? Wasn't no. Who? Who? There's the door. So who'd you say? Zendaya. Who's Zendaya? Wasn't Blake also the one who was like, I got Oakland booty. Yeah, L.A. face with the Oakland booty. Girl, that's strike two, three strikes. You are you are gonna be exiled. Yeah, why are you gonna get good lord? I mean, shame on L'Oreal, but most of all, shame on you, Blake, for taking the job. Yeah, also, they should have gotten JLo. Well, JLo's too busy to do because JLo already did that 10 years ago. She's doing those hair cancer. Sonny Obama bites Malia Obama's friend in the face during a White House visit. Sonny Obama, one of the first family's beloved pooches, bit an 18 year old White House visitor in the cheek after the young woman leaned down to pet and kiss the four year old pup. The female Portuguese water dog left a gash even more, even more diverse than Blake, left a gash under the girl's right eye, leading her to spend time in the president's physician's office. In several Snapchat clips that she shared Monday, the unnamed friend can be seen getting stitches for the gash with Malia Obama smiling in the background. Why are you smiling, girl? Are you happy? <laughs> ooh, Malia. Ooh, 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 Malia, girl. I know you said this up. Ooh, Malia, girl. Let me see how you wrote it. Oh, you said, I will quote it. Ooh, Malia, girl. Ooh, Malia, girl. Just keep playing. I love rap. Ooh, Malia, girl. I know you said this up until signed by the bitch. <laughs> Just enough. Just enough. <laughs> Malia, th- Malia thinks it's funny. The girl captioned one Snapchat photo, writing on another image of herself looking distressed. I fucking hate Sunny. Afterward, the pal showed off a band-aid under her eye and a huge smile after receiving medical care. TMZ reports that the girl was upset when she learned that the stitches would leave a small scar. Girl, if you sure the Obamas you ring <laughs> Girl, if you sure the Obamas you racist. What? If you sue the Obamas, oh. you're racist. Girl. Ooh, Malia. Ooh, Malia. Ooh, Malia. If you Ooh, su- Malia. Girl, if you sue the Obamas, you're racist. Just enough. <laughs> Just enough. It's so good. It's so good. That's why you had me read me. You said Sonny Obama, and I was like, who, who's Sonny? I was like, who the fuck's Sonny? And then I was like, oh, it's the, it's the dog. It's the son no one knows about. Ah! It's a gay son. Ah. <laughs> Well, this has been the <laughs> Oh, Malia, girl. Oh, Malia, girl. Julian, uh, Julian seems uh, to get... Pro- you can seem better. You seem better. Yeah. You know what? Colors are turning your face. I human interaction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my your God. New studio apartment in Studio City. 
Yeah, it's one bedroom. Are you going to have this as a historic land landmark? landmark? I might be too. Umalia <laughs> <laughs> girl, Umalia girl. I can't. Um, yeah. Why is this story you? <laughs> Why is you think Malia set her up? No, I just. No, it's pretty much, funny. Any dog bites? They weren't giving us much this week, and I'm, you know, very heartbroken that the Obamas are leaving the White yeah. House this week. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, why not let them go out with a bang? And, and you know what? Sunday news Sunday was like, you know what? Let me give them one last. Because it was all because this was this the dog that they got the little black one? Yeah, mm-hmm. when they like they've been there for like a while, like three yeah, years. Like, it's it was a big deal when they got that dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time he won an election, he. Um, Got a dog, so now they have two dogs. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. I wonder what kind of dog Trump's gonna get. Well, Trump is gonna get um, a shaved cat. <laughs> ah, oh, Doctor Evil! Evil. Oh, very funny. Oh, Malia girl! Oh, Malia girl! Oh, he likes pussy. Okay, well, okay. See, this is where you, see, you shouldn't have said that. You should have just yes and. <laughs> <laughs> Carla. This has been a treat. Oh, yes. Julian, no, I love, Jesse, I love just your, you know, your, your overall uh, opinion. You are on a spitfire. You came in here and you were ready, Carla. We love to end the podcast on, um, you know, like a nice word of advice for our fans. First off, do you have anything you would like to promote? Any shows? Maybe your Instagram. Your Instagram sure, model. You can follow me on at Profane Angel. Now you're never going to get that changed. Never going to get that changed. Okay. Never going to get that changed. Even what is it again? At Profane Angel. Okay. I thought you said profane. I was like Pro Profane what? Angel. Profanity. Well, you is think that? I oh, should? You think like I should fire. change it to Pro- my name? You mean no. Propane? Yours propane? Is ju- no, Profane. Don't don't throw shade of mine. But yours is not your full name. Jesse is awesome. Jesse is awesome. I think that's fine. You know what? You do you. That's yeah. fine. J Lo never had to do anything anyone yeah. else told her. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So, so yeah. What does profane mean? Like. Like a profane, like potty mouth, or like like naughty, like I profane know. angel, like you have, oh, you have a bad mouth. Well, that's I kept thinking like propane angel, like a fire angel. Like. You work at a propane shop. I work at a propane <laughs> shop. That's what I'm here to promote. That's why. <laughs> Follow okay. me, Carla. Uh, do you have any words of advice? A word of advice to lead our listeners out this week. Just, just go. Just go. Just oh, go. She got it right for the first time ever. <laughs> no, that's two words. But you know, like, it's close Oh, to is one. it one word? How many words is it supposed to be? A, a word of advice. A word of advice. A word of advice. Go. Go. That was and my advice. Go. And just gives us paragraphs. I know. Uh, go. Who leaves paragraphs? Like, you wrote paragraphs on that thing. Oh, I, oh, <laughs> I can't. I will never do that again. Julie, that was, I feel like I lost some I was, IQ points. Said, cut, paste, cut, paste. I, I like, feel cut, like... Paste. I feel like I, I'm going to drive home and get in a wreck after reading all that off of an iPhone. We can, can we end by saying um, our favorite J-Lo movie? Oh, yeah. Enough. That's it. Hands down, enough. It's my favorite movie. I'm sorry I had to just like, yell it out. But I've seen that movie at least a thousand times. Mm-hmm. Selena. I mean, Gar- Selena. I, Selena. You know what? I love Selena, too. But just enough really gave me like that fight or flight mentality growing up. I was like, you know what? Selena fought her way to freedom. Not and Selena. then died. <laughs> yeah. Not Selena. Jennifer Lopez mm-hmm. fought her way to freedom and enough. Like, you know what? I can get past these bullies. Let me just fight Do you remember life. that line in the movie? It's like, when you're down. I forget. It's like, but it's when you're down that you're in a position of the most strength. And then she like wipes the legs out, mm-hmm. kills her husband or something. And I just, remember, I just <laughs> love when she puts the rings mm-hmm. on and uh-huh. she wraps uh-huh. her fingers and then she beats him to death. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, that's Selena. You know, it's going to be a tie, actually, because, you know, I love Selena. Selena mm-hmm. is my favorite singer. Um, I love Selena. 
Uh, I'll say uh, boy next door. Ah! <laughs> Uma Leah girl. Uma Leah girl. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye.